M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The, the Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Well, let me tell you, first of all, get your butt over to sexyliberal.com and check out all the podcasts and shows. What are you Do doing? Do it now. You're only hurting you. Mm. You can go hear all the fabulous friends and, and lovers of the Stephanie Miller world. Mm-hmm. Jody Hamilton. Yes. Uh, Bob Seska. Bob Seska. Of Hal course, Sparks, Hal Sparks. And, everybody cool. And check out Mama, too. Everybody cool. Yeah. Also, if you missed any of the Sexy Liberal virtual tour, Go get it now. Yeah. Go to sexliberal.com and get the shows. Yeah. Enjoy them. We also want to invite you to go over to patreon.com and become a Patreon of this podcast. Put in Frangela. And you know what you'll get? What, Francis? Three micro idiots a week. What? Yes, there are over 250 of them in 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 store for you right now. That is a lot of stupid to catch up on. Absolutely. We want to thank all of you who already are Patreon sponsors. You're the only reason I'm eating. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. And while you're at it, go to Cameo.com and get a specialized video from Frangela. We'll give you a video for your birthday. What's your happy birthday? So maybe you could give it as a gift. Mm-hmm. You know those people that are hard to buy for. Get them some Frangela. Yes, yes, yes. And always join us on Tuesday for Facebook Live on the Frangela Duo page where we do Idiot of the Week. And I'm telling you, it's hilarious. It's live. You get to actually see us do it too, which is magical. Yeah. If I may say so. And join us every Friday morning on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. What happens then, Angela? That's where Stephanie Miller transforms beautifully and majestically into Stephanie Mills. And somewhere in the cosmos, Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller. Yes, yes. You know, it's just, it's just the completion. It's the Akuna Matata. Exactly, exactly. It's the Amorosa. It is the Amorosa. It's the Akuna Matata Amorosa of it all. Yes, yes, yes. Well, well, y'all. We're recording on Tuesday, which means there's only one place to start. Yes. Whitey on the moon. Whitey on the moon. Ah! Jeff Bezos goes into space today, went into space. And let me tell you something. 
you know, we've all been talking about the billionaires going up into space. First of all, poor old Richard Branson. We didn't care about his old like, measly billions his, and his, mm, his virgin Atlantic. His, his uh, Section 8 version of space. Is that like, what I mean? I was like, they didn't give Richard Branson all this. I, every one of these networks, full live streaming coverage. Yeah. You know, and I just can't. And you were so right about Whitey on the Moon. I could, my favorite line in Whitey on the Moon by Gilles the Great Gilles Scott Heron is, a rat done bit my sister. With Whitey on the moon. Yep. Her face and arm began to swell. But Whitey's on the moon. Yep. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? Yeah. How come there ain't no money here? Hmm. Whitey's on the moon. Right. You wanna know you wanna know how Jeff Bezos got there? You just check your check your, look your, at mail, your front step. Your right front now. step. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the world's richest man has funded the company almost solely out of his own pocket. And you know what? You know, and, and here's the thing. Yes, he sells a service that we all purchase and buy, just about all of us. Well, and some people, quite frankly, I don't know if they have a choice. Don't have a choice. You That's know, weird. I'm, I'm, like I'm, where I'm, they I'm are. Yeah, we're not, it's not it. a critique. Yeah. Um, but you know, but th that's where your money has gone, is gone to <laughs> send him and his brother to space, to space. And, um, and the way that things are shaping up in the commercial space industry, you know, there are a lot of critics who are sitting here going, what the fuck? Okay. Because what it feels like and what it looks like is that the wealthy view outer space as their own personal escape hatch from the problems that are happening on this earth. And so, but it's interesting when he asked about Blue Origin, which is his space, you know, vehicle company, uh, he says that he's creating it to be benevolent for all of humanity. I just, here's my problem, Angela. Mm. I don't have an expectation of someone who won't allow somebody who is on the earth right the fuck now Thank working you. for him Thank not you. to go the fuck to the bathroom who has to piss and shit in a goddamn diaper. That's right. To be benevolent to people when when they can't breathe on this earth, when there are problems on this earth. I have no expectation. I don't, I, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm boo-boo the fool. You can piss on my head and tell me it's raining when you ha expect me to believe or have an expectation that Jeff Bezos will apply benevolence to the rest of this world. I just, and I, this is where it makes me, I have a lot of issues with it. Number one, it's that, you know, people, and rightly so, bringing up the, the issue of government funded, which means taxpayer funded, research and work is why this person is able to do this. That's right. That's true of everything you do and use. The Rockefellers are only the Rockefellers because they got to use government shit. Yeah. The, the AT&T only exists because the government put in telephone wires. Mm -hmm. and certainly, This is how we have created the bourgeoisie from the beginning of this nation. And it's used against us. The railroad, us. it all gets turned private. Water used to be free. Hallelujah! Okay? It used to be free. Now you got companies and departments of Nestle. water and power. And that's what I'm saying. So I'm, this is how capitalism functions. It's a constant problem. But in this case, what I really felt like is we had 11 minutes where we could have gotten rid of that man. <laughs> like, that was my, I was like, we had 11 solid minutes where we could have, and that, that got, move the earth, everybody turn off their lights, I don't know, something. But what I resent about the way that he's approached this, and the way that Branson and all of that is, 
you know, they didn't send anybody into space with, they didn't sponsor somebody else's experience. That's right. Who, who really, you go, wow, what a wonderful thing to do. At the same time that he's setting up going into space for himself and his brother, his wife donated over $8 billion, his ex-wife rather, over mm -hmm. $8 billion to charities, including a lot of that for COVID relief. That's right. For there's an actual pandemic. And what I deeply resent is both CNN and MSNBC live streaming this bullshit for four hours this morning. Yep. And talking to him and everyone else. And I was like, do what every time a rich person gets on a plane i don't need an, i don't need a news break no and, and i'm sorry yeah this plane went into the it dipped into space but it happened it's a story as far as i'm concerned it's an entertainment story that's right and that's where it needed to be and by making it it just felt like i was like first of all richard branson ain't got no, enough money because no. they didn't give him no, no kind of this no, no they i mean i mean he it, broke. It, was, it was disrespect for billionaires he broke he broke ass billionaire broke ass billionaire and i'm a, and part of me wants to go over to his house and be like what's it like to be the broke ass billionaire <laughs> like it's just but it just to make it news and to make it like this is some sort of achievement for all of us it isn't it really you know isn't. And, and and i deeply resent watching this person have be serviced and i i want to go to space you know it's not but what do we get out of this experience out of knowing that jeff bezos is going to be able to own Space. space, parts of space or all of space or what are we doing about that? And we all know it's bullshit. And it just, I just, I'm really annoyed that the entire morning there, I just, I look at an article just a few moments ago that they're looking at what they suspect are over millions, millions with an S plural, millions of people dot dead in India from COVID. Yeah. It's a large, it's a huge country. It's like a billion people, but like millions of people dead. But I didn't hear a single story about it this morning. No. Uh, there's a ton of things going on in the world, but what did they spend four to six hours of coverage on these two white guys and whoever else was in the capsule the, the little boy whose yeah. daddy has the money and a woman who didn't get to be an astronaut who, right. which is sort of like that's a whole I have so many feelings about that but like that that's what they spent the entire morning on and yeah. I, I just don't think that was a, a, from a news choice I deeply resent it yeah 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 and and this is the problem as we we're saying who will own you know theoretically his goal is to create space stations that people can live on what people which is, exactly who will own those space stations i can and tell what, you who, who will be the employees or the tourists because i'm going to tell you something if there's a problem here on the on earth what i can guarantee you is is that the very same people who are dying of COVID will die of those issues as well mm-hmm that is my problem. Oh, but he did say, Francis, before we just go off, Jeff Bezos did say that the most profound part for him about being in space was recognizing how fragile the Earth's atmosphere is. Mm. He said the atmosphere is so gigantic, but when you get above it, when you see it, what you see is it's actually incredibly thin. It's this tiny little fragile thing. And as we move about the planet, we are damaging it. To me, this sort of bullshit, low level, not even an mm -hmm. insight, cost us all a lot yep yep like oh it like he just sounds like an idiot and then on top of it it's like i can tell you how you could i could tell you the atmosphere is fragile and bad go to flint yes go to any major city go to any poor economically deprived neighborhood and try to breathe see show look at the asthma rates for young people particularly young people in economically disadvantaged areas which are environmentally disadvantaged yes yeah i mean oh, really dude oh, or or let's look at you talk about fragile look, look at the floods in germany look Thank at you. look at the pacific northwest on fucking fire yeah, you don't look have to go to space you, you, don't, you don't have to go to space and all that money could help 
It could help right the fuck here. And I'm not sitting here saying we shouldn't have a vision for space. No, but as this humanity. is not the vision. No. Sending rich people into space is not the vision. We gain nothing from that. No. There's no, they don't know shit. I don't know if he can spell atmosphere. They don't know any, they don't contribute to our understanding. Yes, getting getting a craft that you're able to reuse, mm -hmm. you know, and the technology on that, but I would rather reuse it on scientists and researchers and people who could actually do something with the experience. And benefit, help benefit for, for humanity. Yes. You know, and, and I look at this, I'm like, okay, yeah, should you be able to have an experience if you can pay for it? Maybe. You know, I just, I, I, I re more than, he has the right to buy it, clearly, apparently, the right to do this, all of that, but I deeply resent, and I, I, my biggest critique is on the news organizations, particularly the cable news channels, for devoting an entire, probably the whole day at the end of today, yep. to this experience. And repeatedly, let me say it, let me just be clear. We all get that Jeff Bezos was valedictorian and that he said in his valedictorian speech that, you know, space was something we had to go into or some crap. We all get it. You don't have to say it every three minutes. <laughs> okay? It's been a long time since this bald ass was in, was in school. We yeah, get it. We get it. We get it. On another front, Kevin McCarthy has picked oh. uh, for his, the 1-6 commission. I'm and surprised. it really does reveal his true goals. You guess, I guess who he put on his commission. You, you know, know who he did. Wait, Francis, I don't want to. Are you suggesting? <laughs> are you even implying that, hmm. that, repre that, that Representative Kevin McCarthy has chosen people for the, one, the, the insurrection on January 6th investigation committee who are possibly not interested in looking at it as an insurrection? Are you about to suggest that? Car McCarthy chose his five Republicans are Jim Jordan of Ohio, Jim man. Banks of Indiana, Rodney Davis of Illinois, Kelly Armstrong of North Dakota, and Troy Neals of Texas. Mm -hmm. Three five, three of the five, Banks, Jordan, and Neals, voted to object to the 2020 Electoral College results despite the fact that there, were, there was zero evidence of any widespread voter fraud or major irregularities. And so all five basically have not, have refused refuse to call this an insurrection. That's right. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, we, I mean, I frankly, I'm surprised Mar it's not Marjorie Taylor Greene. Me that too. surprised me. Me too, because you know what? She's too busy on the let's fuck America up tour. Well, she must be raising a lot of money there yes. for them. And so they're like, no, she's doing good raising money there. Yeah. Um, so let's just keep, have her keep raising money. But Jim, I don't see no child molestation, even though it's happening the right the fuck in front of Whoa. my eyes. Are you saying he jo may not Jordan be? allegedly. You, 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 are you trying <laughs> to say he may not be good at investigating because he couldn't investigate all these children being touched in front of him. That's right. Wow, that is a solid point, Francis. You see, because he his, don't see things well. He don't see things well. But he was on, also he was on the phone with Trump that day, so he could get caught. Like, I, it's just a ridiculous. But I'm surprised. Frankly, I'm surprised they picked anyone. Well, I thought they wouldn't pick anyone. Yeah, you you, you were saying you were, Angela was like initially she was like I don't think you can put anybody in there. But but let me tell you something. We are already dealing with someone who has let child molestation go past. So why the fuck do we think we have any any chance of him looking at a, a, a on a January 6th and calling it an insurrection he already has ignored children being raped yeah. and touched yeah yeah that's the man we're asking to save our democracy he wouldn't save a fucking child he's not interested in this democracy and I, I get it 
when you when you can't possibly get elected without cheating, I get why you're not down with democracy. But the reality is, I think that we say it every week because it is that important. We are allowing an insurrection and a seditious movement to gather steam and organize in front of our faces. That's right. And when I think about the first of these insurrectionists who's been sentenced uh, at the felony level, he was the minimum char the minimum amount of time that that man uh, flag carrying who he ended up inside the the mm-hmm. chambers. Um, he was the minimum sort of allowable that people were looking at he probably should have gotten was like 15 months and he got half of that he got seven and i want you to think about the black woman who's in jail for five years for voting in the wrong precinct i want you to think about now these are people who their vote didn't even get counted the man who's facing um more than five years of jail for for voting during his probationary period Mm -hmm. or attempting to those people are facing years these people committed an insurrection were part of it this person hasn't been charged with a violent crime. However, I, which I don't understand because I can tell you I've known people who were in a car with someone who got arrested for something they did and they got arrested because they were in the car. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that they didn't commit the, the, the crime. They were there mm-hmm. and they became accessories. How you go past people, you don't, let's say you didn't hit any cops. You walked over their bodies to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow you didn't commit a violent crime because that's actually not how that usually goes down. The racism, the we're okay with uh, white people destroying this country yeah. of it is it's just out of control. Well, they're okay. I, they're okay with white people destroying this country because what it, the the messaging is is that this is white people's country. And it is theirs. It is theirs to come in. It is theirs to come in and take a piss and shit on as they so seem or deem fit to do. And Jim Jordan's presence on this committee is to ensure it will be a circus. Exactly. I really, you know, I, I, what I really need, I think, particularly from the president, particularly from Pelosi, is I need them to stop even acting. Like there's even the even in somewhere in their minds, they think that there's some sort of bipartisan bullshit that's going to come up. Mm -hmm. When I think about one of the things that irritated me is that did you know that a group of Republicans had the audacity and the temerity to send a letter to Vice President Biden urging for a for a coalition on some bullshit? I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's that. Y'all want to have coalition on some? Fuck you. Totally. The lines in the sand are, I, I you know, where I'm at. Yeah, Francis. Yeah. Well, speaking of the line, experiment's over. It is. Well, speaking of lines of the, in, in the sand, the Texas Senate bill drops a teaching requirement that the Ku Klux Klan is morally wrong. A new political low. I mean, it's, I don't even know if you can call it a low. Well, this is the problem. Every time you call it low in Texas, they're like, no way. No, we can get lower. Hold my beer. We can get lower. The Republican-dominated state Senate has passed a bill to eliminate a requirement that public schools teach that the Ku Klux Klan and its White supremacist campaign of terror are morally wrong. The cut is among some two dozen curriculum requirements dropped from the new measure, along with the studying, get ready, of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. The works of the United Farm Workers leader, Cesar Chavez, and get ready, Susan B. Anthony's writings about the women's suffragist movement and all of Native American history. This is the problem. So when we go back to what you were just talking about 
that people aren't who were part of a violent insurrection, a murderous, where people died and were, were domestic terrorist engaged in an insurrection in a successful attempt, a successful attempt to disrupt the functioning of this democracy. Our House of Representatives had to be evacuated along with the vice president. So you got that happening at the Capitol on that end, but then meanwhile in Texas, they it's it's it, they're, they're eliminating history. They're eliminating history so that they can make sure proof positive that they don't even that the people growing up in that state won't be be civically educated That's right. or civic minded or have any of this information in their heads yep the, they don't see a responsibility to call the Ku Klux motherfucking clan morally wrong no and even worse they don't want it mentioned senate bill 3 it passed last friday 18 to 4 it drops <laughs> hard for me to say this, drops most mentions of people of color and women from the state's required curriculum. Yeah. So there will be no, most mentions, just mentions. Yeah. Uh, it just mentions. Okay. That includes eliminating a requirement that students be taught the history of white supremacy, which, which is a seditious, traitorous, treasonous, domestic terrorist movement, including, but not limited to the institution of slavery, the eugenics movement in the Ku Klux Klan, and the ways in which it is morally wrong. That is, that is what they think of as important. Um, they, <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick praised the legislation for rejecting for rejecting quote philosophies that espouse that one race or sex is better than another. That that's is not, not that's, that's not, not even the it. same. That's, he says that's, that parents want their students to learn how to think critically and not be indoctrinated by the ridiculous leftist narrative that America and our Constitution are rooted in racism. This is what we're up against, folks. This is the fight. The fight is here. Stop. Just stop misunderstanding this. We have been saying, Francis, we've been saying it for years. We've been saying it during Trump's campaign. This whole, the, the, the bullshit behind white grievance, the bullshit behind the idea that, that this sort of uh, new, if it's not new, old ass terrorist republicanism, that that's a reaction to not feeling heard, yeah. that, to economic insecurity. I need people to We've said it. There's, it's not. A, it's just straight up racism. It's just straight up white supremacy. It's just straight up misogyny, xenophobia. It's just straight up heterosexism. That's what it is. It's ableist bullshit. And 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 every time people try to act like there's some other. And for me, this is where I get really annoyed, and it gets confusing and difficult because this gets tied up in talking to people about COVID and getting yeah and getting vaccinated. And we get into this space of you you know. And I I hear this the PSAs like. Talk to your family, talk to your friends, talk to the people about, you haven't talked to them their entire lives about being racist pieces of shit. What makes you think that you're going to get through to them about the fucking vaccine, which we will be talking about when we come back after these messages. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy. Awesome. And that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. 
Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself. And they've expanded way beyond underwear too. And with their love at first wear guarantee, you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit. Discover your inner Tomboy. Let me get you started with my special discount. Go to Tomboy X under the code Stephanie to get an extra 20% off. That's an extra 20% off when you enter Stephanie at TomboyX.com. That's TomboyX.com. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If you ever catch yourself thinking when looking in the mirror, I wish my under eye bags would just go away. You're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women until now. Introducing the new GenuCell Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote, I've been using GenuCell for a couple of months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love this product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. With its instant effects, Chamonix says you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now and get 50% off all GenuCell packages for summer. Go to lovegenucell.com slash Stephanie. That's love, L-O-V-E, GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Stephanie. That's lovegenucell.com slash Stephanie. Do it now. Welcome back. Highly contagious Delta variant now makes up 83% of United States cases, CDC says. 83%. Mm. Okay. This is a dramatic increase up from 50% for the week of July 3rd. All right. And Andy Slavitt, who my husband went to high school with. He does not know that. Yeah, they're they're friends. Uh, He says, we should think about the Delta variant as the 2020 version of COVID-19 on steroids, okay? It's twice as infectious. Yep. And he says, he goes on to say, fortunately, unlike 2020, we actually have a tool that stops the Delta variant in its track, and it's called vaccine. This is, you know, I was listening, watching and listening to the news today, this morning, and a, a doctor just said it like this. What's deeply distressing and tragic about right now is that 100% of these deaths might be preventable. Mm-hmm. Because these people who are dying are overwhelmingly people who are not vaccinated. You know why? Because more than half of the United States is not yet fully vaccinated, according to the CDC. And now it's become a political obstacle. See, here's the problem. We have a health issue that is a political problem. So these are two different buckets, and we can't figure out how to get from one bucket, which is health, Mm -hmm. which should have never been politicized. Should never have been linked. Thank you for that, Trump. 99.5% of the deaths are among the unvaccinated. 99.5. Yep. You have a greater chance of getting pregnant while being on the pill. That's right. Then you, then, no, you don't. You have less of a chance of getting pregnant while on the pill than you do of getting this variant mm-hmm. and dying if you aren't vaccinated. Yeah. You know, like, it is absolutely not okay. And I just, Francis, we've been saying it for weeks, but... 
I don't, and I get, I get what, what people might be thinking, and you know, we have to convince people, do we? Do we really have to convince them, or do we just fucking mandate it and just fucking do it? And if people want to be holdouts, you do what you do to holdouts. You, you ice them out. Yes. You know, they can't do things. They can't whatever. We do need a vaccination pass. We do need a, a centralized location where people can look up that you've been vaccinated. It is absolutely not okay. It's actually irresponsible to allow people to use the, we don't allow people to be ignorant themselves to death. Yeah. We just don't. Oh, well, well, wait, wait, wait. You know, hold my beer. Let's talk about, you know, Facebook and the anti-vax oh, problem. It's just, I'm so sick Because of here's the thing. Facebook, you know, as President Biden, which I'm sure you heard this quote when they were, he was asked about it, he was about Facebook and anti-vaxxing. He's like, they're killing people. He said Facebook is killing Facebook people. is killing people. He then adjusted the statement, you know, a day later and said, look, they're allowing, they, they could be doing a lot more to control the ridiculous spread of misinformation because what is it? 40% of the misinformation or is it higher than that? That's on Facebook is yeah. coming from 12 people. Exactly. Like and, that's not really hard to patrol. 12 right. people. Yeah. And Facebook does have a role in amplifying misinformation. I know they don't want to take credit for it, they want to take credit for other things, but they, they it does amplify myths because just like a virus, everything gets passed along. And so if you get, you know, and I am victim of it too, you know, a piece of misinformation and what, and what people are doing now more than ever is saying, okay, this isn't right. And then you take it down. Right. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. You've got, you know, around 2009, anti-vaxxers began relying heavily on Facebook, okay, to find more followers. They used groups, pages, and ads as the publicity-generating infrastructure that would sustain their, call, their cause for years to follow. Facebook was hesitant to take action because anti-vaxxers were increasingly framing their views as being political in nature, mm -hmm. all right? So now they're afraid they don't want to be called, you know, anti this or anti that. And this is all about keeping people and not, and, and not, you know, facing the truth. And that's also part of our realities coming apart. You know, we, we the realities haven't come apart. We've allowed, we have allowed a group of people to decide that reality isn't reality. Yeah. And, and. You know, I, I believe it was Steve Schmidt, maybe, who said it a long time ago. I've referenced it before, like sometime last year even, said, you know, we all dropped the ball on this when the anti-vax movement really got big. Yeah. Because they were annoying. Like, and I can tell you from my point of view, they were annoying. And, and, and I was like, ah, well, whatever. We all laughed at them. We laughed at it and we let Jimmy, it go. Jimmy, Jenny McCarthy. We all laughed that, at them and we let it go. Yeah. And we just sort of went, whatever. They're going to do what they're going to do. And now they have joined up with these insurrectionist racist mob and they feel like they have this cause. And it's, it is, it is distressing. You know, I watched the news and listened to this woman who's being interviewed, who I think had barely been out of the ICU almost died from COVID, was unvaccinated. The reporter asked her, do you regret not getting vaccinated? And she's literally says, yes, I do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wished this on my worst enemy. And I'm like, we just, there's a point at which 
you know, I go, it's immoral on our part. Like, like they may not like it. They may be pissed. They may yell and scream. They may not want to vote for certain people, all of that. But is it okay for us to still let them die? Like to still let these people die? Like at, at some point we do owe, I believe we owe it as hard as it is to be better people than mm-hmm. the people we're facing to be better people than the people who would who would seek who are using this fox news for to for ratings yes like when you think about how immoral and corrupt and evil it is it just it got i'm gobsmacked i don't know what to say well you know what i can tell you what to say i'm back in a fucking mask yeah. To make sure I'm vaccinated. Everybody in my household is vaccinated. Yeah. We, but what do we have to do? We have to wear masks indoors now again because people who were not vaccinated and were lying and walking around are walking around getting sick. And, and who? And it's yeah. and it's and it's 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 again and again the same issue that I get angry at for my my kid. This is a group fucking project, and only the smart kids are doing the fucking work yep but everybody's gonna take the hit that's right you know they're and and that's the the problem here is like everything you know i their personal freedom we live in a society we are creatures that are social beings you can't when babies are born they don't walk out they don't they're not like deer you know they don't step out and within a few minutes they can step stand up that's right we are social beings we have to be cared for by each other we have to live in proximity to each other or we go crazy so like there's we have to have some kind of contact so this concept there is there is in the sort of social contract especially of our life in this country an acknowledgement of things like noise pollution an acknowledgement of yes you have the right to have a party but at a certain point that party cannot interfere with everybody else's right to have some kind of peace, peace and quiet we accept it I, I get that we want to talk people into things, but at some point they slap that seatbelt on you and they make you the fuck wear it. Yeah. You know, like that's just, you want to get on a roller coaster? I defy you to say, I'm not going to pull down the, I don't want to wear the seatbelt. You know what happens? They don't let you get on. That's right. Like it's, it's, it's just, and I don't know if that's through, through, I think it could be through ticketing and through uh, a sort of a punitive. They've been trying positive, you know, reinforcement and like getting things. Yeah. Yeah. But that, you know what? But Doesn't here's the seem thing. to be working. You're not going to give a million dollars to every unvaccinated person. So that's not going to happen. That, that carrot it doesn't exist for everyone. So the reality is, is do your fucking part. Okay. Be part, be civil, be civic minded, get vaccinated. You know, and and I think we have to the way we talk about. It, I know I'm not saying you know cuss people out. I'm not no, saying whatever. No, no. If you know people, and you have personal relationships with them. That's incredibly helpful. But I hear stories from all sorts of people about being places and having people give them a hard time for wearing a mask. And I think in those moments, you know, I'm not talking about escalation. What I'm talking about is saying very clearly to people, I understand that it's that you've made a different choice. But I not only do I not want to die, but I don't want to be responsible for anybody else's death. That's right. That is the sign. That is what's happening. And you, you person in front of me at Target who doesn't like that I'm wearing a mask, uh, you're you're violating my personal choice right the fuck now. It's none of your business if I decide to wear a mask. It's none of your business if I'm wearing panties. It's none of your business who I sleep with, why I sleep with them. None of that. And and for you to sit here and humph and haw at me and go, why, yeah, 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 like, 
you want me out of your business, stay the fuck out of mine. Yeah. And the re- But what I don't have the right to do is to go over to you and give you a deadly pathogen because I don't feel like dealing with it. Like, that's just not how it works. And we have to stop acting like it's okay. And that is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. We want to thank you again and again for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Um, you're amazing and beautiful and wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, this is from Jordan F. It says, it reads, uh, in Tom's defense, Tom is my husband, everybody. Mm-hmm. He says, Hello, ladies. I was listening to Idiot of the Week podcast today, and you two were reminiscing about a time when Tom bought home bagels with two tubs of cream cheese, specifically walnut and honey cream cheese. Oh, we remember. Tom is Francis's uh, first and current husband. Yeah, yeah. But he almost lost it this day. He almost, he almost, he almost, we he almost, almost lost Francis on the, the honey, walnut honey cream cheese day. See, well, she had gotten bagels for our bagels and locks. They make a, real quick, they make a great bagel and locks plate. Yes, we do. In, in the Calgary Green household. And so I'm down there waiting for it. And this, this man walks in with all the bagels we want and all that. Locks, champagne. Champagne. But two tubs of the same cream cheese, which was walnut and honey cream cheese. Yes. Francis lost her mind and sent him back out the mile or so to go get <laughs> the correct cream cheese. Who the hell? Who the hell? Now I'm mad again. Who the hell? This is over know. 20 years ago. Who the hell brings back honey and walnut cream cheese to go with lots? But this is Two what tubs of it. Two tubs. Not okay, I would have liked tubs. the choice if he'd made it personally for himself. Right. But then you get one tub of, of the regular cream yes. cheese plain or even I'll give you a little chive, chive. even. You know chive, what I'm saying? Chives, girl. I mean, chive. I would have taken chive. I would have taken chive. But to bring back two, what, first of all, we've never gone through two tubs of cream cheese right. at a bagel uh, at a, a single lox plate. So what the hell are you doing with two? And and that you would get the same one. It was it was egregious. It was I egregious. understood where she was coming from. I did think it was a little harsh to start packing. I thought it was like a little. I did look at him like, did they make you take this? Because I know, <laughs> I know the man I love would make this. this choice. But this that's is, the backstory. That's the backstory. So then Jordan goes on to say, he says, now. I as a bagel lover, I love lox and I love salmon, but and I love everything you can put on a bagel, so I can understand your frustration. However, Ooh. in Tom's defense, I do believe that the sweetness of the walnut cream cheese spread would have gone really well with the saltiness of the lox and the salmon. Though I guess it depends on what kind of bagel you're eating it on. Either way, I would say don't knock it till you try it. Enjoy you as always, ladies. Oh, we enjoy you too, Jordan. But I didn't enjoy that comment. Jordan F., we love you. And I think that that's what's, that's, Francis is clutching her heart right now. Oh, my God. Because we love and adore you. And now it's like, we don't know you. I don't don't, know you. I don't know him. I don't. I don't know him name. I don't know him name. I don't know where you're cut. This is the most. And I'm going to tell you, I think there's only one answer to this problem. Huh. I think we're going to have to recreate it it and try it. We're going to have to try it. We're going to have to try it. And then we're going to have to eat it. We're going to have to On the podcast next week, I think. We're going to have to make these locks, plates, and we're. Oh, I know. It's like the things we do for you people. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I'm upset even thinking about it. I know. 
I don't know how. I don't know how I'm gonna ready my palate for this effrontery. Oh. I don't know. You know oh. how my palate is sensitive. Because then I was also thinking, I was like, well, maybe it's we not, can do it. With, may, it might be better with like fresh walnuts and honey. You know, and that's even no, worse. You have to. Well, you but you have to recreate the actual experience. Okay, we do. We do. Okay. We do. We do. Okay. And 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 we're gonna do that because we're do uh, for we're you. into science. For you, Jordan. For you, Jordan. For, you, for, for you, Jordan. And for Tom. Oh, for Tom. Maybe, it's too late for Tom. Maybe there's some vindication <laughs> too, to happen. It's too late. This is his getting maybe. out of the bagel jail after being wrongly <laughs> incarcerated for 20 years. Like homeboy in Guantanamo. Same totally, deal. Totally. Next up, uh, email, email from a fan from South, uh, I'm sorry, from San Francisco. Hi, Frangela. Thank you, thank you. Oh, did I say thank you for your intelligence, humor, and balance in this crazy-ass American political experience? Dare I bring them up? Speaking of crazy-ass, there is a duo, Diamond and Silk. Feel free not to speak their names. Uh, we call, what we call them? Burlap and... Mm, yeah, dirty gravel. Dirty gravel. As a white gay dude of a certain age, not only are they not acting in their own interest, duh, but they think all they have to do is make an impression, to make an impression is shout down them that they disagree with. And they don't even do it in person. Just turn on a video screen and bloviate on camera. Anyway, enough dat. Um, Madame Callier, are you as a Chi-Town lady related to the amazing jazz folk dude Terry Callier? No, I'm not. Meantime, excuse me, I must go to Patreon. I love you. My misspell said Patreon. Yeah, maybe some of that too. Meantime, keep on keeping on smart, strong, proper patriot ladies. Oh. Cheers from San Francisco, Michael L. Thank you. Thank you, and we love you Thank so much. You. Yeah, we know about burlap and dirty gravel. Yes, yes, yes. Fridays with Frangela. This last one is from Gloria S. She says, imagine my chagrin when I turned to the 8 o'clock hour of Mama's show and discovered there was none. <gasps> How could I get through a Friday without Frangela? Even at 68, I discovered I can learn new things. Today's lesson, learn to manage your Frangela expectations. We are sorry. Okay, we are, but I need to say this. Mm. What I read in that, with all the love, and I feel it, mm. is that you don't listen to the podcast. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something. Mm. You got to listen to the podcast. <laughs> you do. You, you do. listen to the podcast, you would have known. <laughs> Right, we wasn't gonna be there. Right, we came in on, uh, came on we, Tuesday. Tuesday. We did Mama on Tuesday. Yeah, we came in for, uh, for Jody one day. That's right. We switched days because yes. we would never desert you. We would never. You should know better than that. Yes. If we were the only things that would keep us from not being on are in fact illness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. or death that we can't ignore our own or somebody that where it would be extremely rude to be like, but I have a podcast, so understand you don't need to manage your expectations we'll be there you need to listen to us more yeah. that's what i learned <laughs> we love you love, we you, love, Gloria. You, love you love you Gloria. and Thank now you. it's time for resistance wrap up, 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 up. so we give you an actionable item something that you can do to help our country i don't know be a country so uh this week you've, I, I know we've it's been a while since we've talked about this group but vote from home so if you go to votefromhomeusa.org. Yes. Uh, a new poll gives us a roadmap for holding on to the House and Senate in 2022. 40% of those who voted from home in 2020 did so for the first time. 40%. Yep. Okay. 
This is great news for Democrats because people who request a mail ballot are more likely to vote, which is why they're trying to take it away. Right. The poll that they did shows us that Mark Kelly, Reverend Warnock, and John Ossoff were elected because of an unprecedented surge in voting by mail. We are committed to our voter contact plan that will focus on communities of color that are the target of the GOP voter suppression plan. So they have um, an effort to reelect Mark Kelly, Reverend Warnock, and, and the other many other vulnerable Democrats, and they want to put the plan into practice and they need help. They, you know, if you can donate $25 or any amount, $5, $10, please do. It goes through Act Blue, and, and it's just, it's it's a really good thing to do. And also, you know, we've got to really make sure, stay on top of how we're going to vote and having a voting plan and stopping this. It's not suppression, it's disenfranchisement. I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word.